From the Bob Marley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion, email edition for October 15th, 2009. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends Kathy Worling, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Back in the peanut gallery, Walter Eccles, Max the intern, Teresa, mother of intern. <laughs> and our friend from Australia, Kathy White, is still with us. Hey. She's been here overnight. <laughs> we, tried, we tried to get her to leave. She wouldn't. Um, as we always do, we're going to play your voicemails and read your emails on this week's show. So we'll get the usual spiel out of the way first. If you would like to send us an email, the address is podcast at wdwinfo.com. Or you can go to the feedback area on our show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com, and fill out the form there. If you would like to send us a voicemail toll-free in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico, one 310 The local number, area code 407-574-5093. Toll-free in the United Kingdom, 0808-120-2316. And toll-free in Australia, 1-800-774-531. You think I'd have those all memorized by now? Or pre-recorded. <laughs> or pre-recorded, exactly, because it's the exact same thing I read every every time. But I, yeah, I should just pre-record it. Yeah, I'm surprised you, you don't know. repeat it in your sleep. But you know, I, I still the, the phone numbers the phone numbers are not memorized. That's still to there, the, and you can read them. I just read them. I don't, you know, I don't memorize them. So. We should do like Kevin does to you with the, that. We're gonna get cards, be like flash cards, and then we'll test you. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> doing hand motions on a radio show. <laughs> I don't um, make Chinese flashcards. And just want to <laughs> remind everybody, we mentioned this in our discussion show, but we have a major announcement coming up next week on next week's discussion show regarding Project X. For those who may have been following that, if you haven't, we have a major announcement next week, so <laughs> be sure to tune in for that. That'll be on our discussion show on the, what is that, the 20th? 20th? 21st? 21st. Yeah. So... I want to say that today, the 15th, is Corey's dad's birthday. So, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Mr. Happy Wendell. Birthday. Happy birthday, Wendell. How old is he, Corey? 50-something. Oh, he's young. Oh, my gosh. Golly. Must have how come when I talk, talk about my birthday, I get, get told how old I am? Because <laughs> he's got a 30-something-year-old <laughs> kid. <laughs> well, because I'm in my 50s, so anybody in their 50s is young. Oh, okay. It's the new 30. Mm-hmm. That works for me. <laughs> All right. We are going oh, to the get... prize shot still isn't working? Well, it's Darn got, it. It's got to go back to... It's, uh, well, it's got to go back to get uh, fixed. Where do you send a prize matron? <laughs> to the shop. Back, back to the prize matron ferry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so we're going to start off with our first voicemail. Comes to us. I didn't screen them this week, so just... I just know who they're from. The first one comes to us from our good friends, Jeff and Val. So here they are. Hey, Pete and the gang. It's uh, Jeff and Val, OKW Lover and OKW Lover 2, along with uh, Jack and Christy Stanger, who are also with us on the uh, podcast Cruise 
We're right now over at Epcot doing the Food and Wine Festival, or in our case, the Wine and Food Festival, food being the secondary importance. Um, we just wanted to say hi. Hope everybody there is well. Uh, we were uh, hoping we might run across some of you while we're wandering around. I know right now you're probably getting ready to record the podcast. Uh, but we did want to say hello to everybody. We wanted to just thank you all for doing what you do. We enjoyed listening to the podcast on our flight down. Uh, and we're looking forward to listening to this one on our flight back. We don't leave until Thursday night. And uh, that's pretty much it. Just thanks a lot. And we're eager to hear what's up with uh, Podcast Cruise 2.0, but most especially the Dizapalooza. I'm sure John has all of the details for us. Bye. Well, thank you for calling in, uh, Jeff, and uh, special hello to Val. Um, and Jack and Christy. And Jack and Christy. Working your way around World Showcase being winos, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys have seen, well, those of us who are on Facebook, if you're friends with Jeff, he's been posting photos. Um, apparently for the past two days, he has gone to New Orleans mm-hmm. because yesterday he posted a photo of his beer and his crawfish etouffee. And then today, there's a photo of his beer, his crawfish etouffee, and his bread pudding. <laughs> <laughs> That's good taste. Good taste. So glad, uh, glad you guys are having a good time. Sign up for Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Get a joint account. It can be Kevin John or John Kevin. Oh, you, you really need to. I, no, I really don't. You I have, really have enough to. I do. have sixteen hundred. was a part I have of sixteen hundred friends. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll do the thing I do to John. What are their names? <laughs> <laughs> Name them all. <laughs> You could randomly name names. You probably have a friend with every name. Our Diz Facebook page, we have over 18,000 wow. fans. Pretty, pretty Ashton old. Kutcher had a million. That was Twitter. That was Twitter. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> About any of it. So, all right, who has an email they'd like to read? I do. Jules. Is this mine? No, it's mine. <laughs> this is from Kathy Garland in Westbrook, Maine. It is mine. I have to comment on your discussion about the 2009 Food and Wine Festival. While I have not yet been able to attend, I love hearing all about this popular event. I was taken aback when someone said that the lobster roll was 7.25 this year. Here in southern Maine, right on the coast, we witnessed the lowest lobster prices in quite some time, resulting in better prices in restaurants and being able to buy a lobster for $3.99 right on the waterfront. Oh my. Yeah. If they can get a whole lobster for that, we can only get a little lobster roll, which is just pieces of meat. We have to pay seven dollars. I don't for even it? think it's real lobster because they spelled it with two B's. <laughs> <laughs> it's the off-brand, and it's also it's not kind of anywhere thing. near as good as if you go up to. Oh Maine no, and definitely up there. not. But she says she loves the show and keep up the great work. I just thought that was unbelievable that we have to pay that much. I guess just because it's Disney. It's mm-hmm. I guess. It's not about the raw materials. Was it at least? Was it? Was it at least good lobster in the no. lobster roll? I didn't have it's it. the size of your index finger. Was yeah. it fresh though? I mean, was it at least? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't been this year. Neither have I. It was okay. <laughs> that means it really wasn't that good. Yeah. No. All right. Well, thank you for that, Julie. Who else has one they'd like to read, Teresa? I do. This comes from Tina Pinkerton. Hello. I have a question regarding Hello, Tina. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> She's British. How are you? 
She's like Madonna. She's a different right. accent. Every that time. was just a what regular voice. Okay. You That's your regular voice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, You're making Max leave the room. Teresa, you're way too easy. You, you okay. let them get to you. Go ahead, Teresa. I have a question regarding annual Disney passes for Florida residents. My husband and I are moving to the Orlando area in two weeks, and we'd like to get annual passes once we get there. Would we be able to use our apartment rental lease as proof of Florida residency, or would they absolutely require a Florida license to get the passes at the rate for Florida residents? I called this morning and found out. Yes, you have to have a photo ID with something that says it has to be the driver's license, Florida driver's license, Florida state-issued ID, or a voter's ID with your picture ID. However, as you mentioned, they can use a Florida ID, which is very easy to obtain. You just go over to the DMV and you show them that you have a, a rental agreement and they'll issue a state-issued ID. It looks just like a license. Right. Yep. So it's not a big deal to have done and then you'll be able to get the annual passes with the Florida resident rate. And if you're smart, you'll make an appointment at our mm-hmm. DMV. Always, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. Corey's mom and dad are going tomorrow. They have an appointment. Because if you don't have to, if you're just doing a walk-up, you can be there for six or seven days. Much. Yeah, it's crazy. Used to be you could just show up with anything. You could show up with an electric bill to show that you were a Florida resident. That they're getting stricter on those type of things. But it's always the creepiest people at the DMV too. Mm-hmm. Waiting. Waiting. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because it's all the people who get their license revoked for some yeah. thing or another, and they're trying to get it back. Wow. Okay. I don't want to upset the <laughs> people <laughs> of the DMV. <laughs> John is not speaking. Nothing like, like, it's nothing nothing like walking into the DMV and just judging everybody. <laughs> You're waiting. You must be a loser. <laughs> or a criminal. Or a criminal, yeah. <laughs> I like the people at uh, the DMV. Oh, Ours were nice where we went. I don't know the where house. y'all went, but... I'm not talking about the workers. <laughs> I mean, the people that talking work. about the workers. <laughs> Oh, okay. this is just degrading so rapidly. Right. Oh Thank my you, God. Tina, for that. Back to you, Pete. I would never. Back to you. I would never judge a group of people like that. Never. 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 We don't do that. He <laughs> said that with a straight face. All right. Who else has an email they'd like to read? I do. I have one from April from Pennsylvania. I just started listening to the show and interacting on the boards as. F-L-A-C-M Florida C-M Cast member? Well, she's from Pennsylvania, so I don't know Um, We're having our first family Disney vacation November 4th through the 10th, 2009 My husband is returning for two weeks from deployment I've heard that if we stop by guest relations in City Hall And let them know that he is in the military He could be chosen to participate in the lowering of the flag in Town Square Have you heard of this or witnessed this? I think this experience would be great for my husband and my children, plus any other suggestions you have for our first visit to Disney. Well, he could be chosen. It's, he's not going to be guaranteed, though. They could also choose him to be Tinkerbell. <laughs> <laughs> they could fly out of the castle. Um, this, is, uh, this is the flag retreat. It happens five times a day in town um, square. The, the one that the guests participate in is the 5 p.m. one. And this is chosen randomly. Somewhat. It happens five times a day? Yeah. It does? They take that flag down five times? Five times a day. Never heard that. All in the same park? I asked my sister. She works right there. They're putting the flag up and taking it down? Look at Kevin. This is something he didn't know. Well, I thought, no, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. They Normally put the flag, the flag up is put morning. up in the morning and taken down at, at, at dusk. I mean, 
Isn't that normally how it's done? And they used to have how like a, parks are a book or something that you could sign up in. Disney's just so patriotic. <laughs> oh, he's got the phone out. Are they charging for this? Maybe that's why it's five times a day. <laughs> Twelve bucks, you can lower the flag. Well, we'll check on the five times a day thing, but this happens at 5 p.m. The, um, this is usually picked by the turnstile manager. And they, if you have like a, some, wearing something with military on it, they'll ask you if you're in the military. Camouflage and a bayonet held to his throat. <laughs> <laughs> Let me lower the flag. But you can go to guest relations and tell them you're in the military. And if they don't find somebody, if the turnstile manager doesn't find somebody by 930, they'll go to guest relations and ask. If it anybody. really is a moving ceremony. I mean, it's really nice to go see. And this is the only real flag um, in the park right there. Oh. So, yeah. Good to know. All right. Well, thank you for that, Corey. I'm going to check on this five times a day thing. I'll have the answer by the end of the I have a trivia question email. for you. Do you know where the only foreign flag flown in the Magic Kingdom is flown? Tokyo. No, Tokyo. Okay. Yes, the, the, the flag of Tokyo, Teresa. Thank you. <laughs> no, in the, wow. in the Florida, in the Magic wow. Kingdom in Orlando, there's one place in the Magic Kingdom where I have to start doing IQ flag. tests before we hire people. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Do you no. know where it is? I'm going to stop no, the roundtable. No table. idea. Well, let people think for a minute. All the presidents. There, nope. There's a foreign flag flown in the Magic Kingdom in Florida, Teresa, and it's only flown in one spot. It's the only one too. In the Magic Kingdom. Hmm. Wow. Oh, is it in the um, where the Aladdin is? Where that that Aladdin? You know the magic carpets. Nope. I don't know. All looking really bad here. It's flown on top of the Swiss Family Treehouse. It's the Swiss flag. I never Uh, knew that. See, I was thinking, you know, Aladdin is, you know, from Saudi Arabia or wherever. Saudi Arabia? I assume. Oh. Place with sand. You see, you learn something new all the time on this show. You do. The Swiss flag. That Teresa didn't know that Tokyo wasn't a country. (laughs) Yeah. No, listen, I didn't hear him say Magic Kingdom. I was thinking Epcot. Yes, dear. Yes. You shoot. There you is sh- no shout Tokyo. Out in Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> Tokyo is not a country, Teresa. <laughs> I was thinking Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> not Tokyo. Epcot. <laughs> Epcot's a country. <laughs> All right. Our next voicemail comes to us from Jillian, who has some questions about our sense of humor. So here's Jillian. Uh, why? Hey guys, my name is Jillian Smith. I go by She's a Pirate on the boards. And I can't believe I got through. Um, I was just, I've been listening to a lot of the old shows and thinking about since the first time I listened to you guys, you've always made me laugh so much. I feel like we have a very similar sense of humor. So I was wondering what makes you guys laugh? I know it's not a question about Disney, but Pete said he needs questions, so there you go. Well, thank you, Jillian. John, what makes what makes you laugh? Foreigners, apparently. You ready? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Pretty much any time anyone gets hit in the genitals, that's a big one for me. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm an easy laugh. I think that... <clears throat> Pretty much anything makes me laugh. Where's Max the intern? We'll hit him in the genitals. <laughs> <laughs> he loves funniest home videos. Max. We need Matt. We need, John has to hit you in the genitals. So that, so that, she finds that humorous. You don't have a written job description? 
Duties as needed. I have an update. I misread my sister's text. It's 50 times a day. <laughs> <laughs> she said lowering flag retreat 5 every day. She meant 5 p.m. Um. Not 5 every day. Lowering flag retreat five every day. That would be kind of weird, huh? Up and down, yeah, fold up it. And down, up, up and down, down fold it. Okay, close your eyes. We're putting it back. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> would make me laugh seeing him do that five times a day. You're special. You get to do it today. Out of the way, bring the next people up. You're special. You get to do it today. <laughs> this is great. We were able to correct a mistake in the same show. Wow. How about that? Wow. How's that? Well, the mistake was so obvious and blatant, it had to be questioned. I mean, even Max was back there going five times a day. Um, so, John, you're an easy, you're an easy laugh. I think I am. Don't you think I am? I mean, yeah. Well, I, I don't think I have highbrow humor. I don't think I have lowbrow humor. Funniest? What, what show do you think is the funniest on television? Um, I think that now I like Weeds and I like Nurse Jackie. So I think a little bit of dark humors. Yeah, we're on the dark side. Yeah, dark humors better. But my turn. Your yeah, turn. Kevin. Bazinga! <laughs> that Bang was for theory. Don Puckett. Uh, I think Big Bang Theory is very funny. Uh, John makes me laugh. Um, I do a single ladies dance. He does. Which I still want to see. Which apparently he did yesterday, and the dog attacked him. <laughs> I, I was playing around on iTunes and. I hit single ladies knowing he would do it, and he did, and it made me laugh, and one of my dogs freaked out <laughs> because John was dancing. And when he would stop, she would stop freaking out. He would start dancing again, and she would go buck wild. It was really funny. I thought she was going to bite him. Maybe she was, she was trying to do the single ladies she dance. Was, I think she was more like one of those health dogs, and she thought I was having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong. Oh, Call 911. She wasn't happy with his dance routine. Um, I I think I have um, an odd sense of humor. Sometimes I like things that are a little drier. I like thing. I like sarcastic humor. I like you know stuff like that. I guess I don't think some of the stuff that other people is funny. Like I don't think Adam Sandler is funny ever. Really, ever. I love Adam Sandler. We also find humor in obscure stuff. Like we'll be watching a show on TV and we'll pause TiVo and go back and look at something in the background and go look how stupid that thing is in the background yeah so. I don't I like dry humor I like The Office um, comedians Mitch Hedgeberg uh, Stephen Wright Ellen Sam Kinison <laughs> I mean these things make See, me I don't bad. get The Office at all I uh, love it oh, I yeah love we the both office. love The Office love The Office it's the funniest show but see, that's one of the only sitcoms that we watch together because he doesn't like. I love Two and a Half Men. John Cryer makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's great. He is. He, he does a great job on that show. But I also I love Weeds. That show makes me laugh. You watch The Office. Do you also watch that new one, Parks and Recreation? No, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be along the same lines. We tried. It's horrible. You know what? You know what? New show is funny. I didn't like Parks and Recreation either, but Community on NBC. They say that's funny. It's too. really funny. Well, if you like the Soup, Joel McHale. He's he's hilarious. We've been watching the new show Modern Family. That's very funny too. That's made us laugh. And I think but, what I think what I was getting at is so that's a another subset of humor, which is sort of that awkward yeah situation. Like Ricky humor. Gervais. Yeah. I mean, I think it's easy to make me laugh, but see, I don't like. I hate who's that guy? I hate Stephen Wright. Yes. Oh my god. 
It happened one day. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm just like, please change the channel. Okay, that means. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about how. It's like Kathy on Thorzine. <laughs> Kathy on Slingblade. You know, I. Your impersonation that is, right? I can do Stephen Ray. I was a huge fan of Bernie Mac. I thought he mm. was hilarious. He had his own show, The Bernie Mac Show. That show was hilarious because of him. We just watched Wanda Sykes' um, comedy special on HBO, and we laughed all the way through that. She, we thought she was funny. And y'all know I love Seinfeld, and that's one of the funniest shows ever, in my opinion. What about you, Kath? I'm a big fan of Nick at Night, but I'm, again, really easy as far as... <laughs> Like, like, like Roseanne and um, Home oh. Improvement and those kind of shows. There's um, the She's one stuck in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> but there's um, the show that's based on Chris Rock's life. Oh, everybody, everybody, hates, everybody Chris. hates Chris. Yeah. Now I do not see any humor in that show at all, and I have no idea why it's on TV. We but still TV Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Well, still it's, it's on the C. It's on the CW. It really isn't on television. Yeah. It's on like. Kind of television. I tried to watch it because I like Chris Rock. He, I think he's funny, but that show's but not that funny. Show was, but I was just like Roseanne. I mean, nobody will find that a surprise that I like Roseanne. But because um, you sound like her, <laughs> and I sort of look she like her through the years the too. But uh, you know, I'm I'm easy. I like two and a half men. You know, doesn't take much to get me to laugh. Easy, Kathy. Mm-hmm. There are certain people that make me laugh, and they don't have to do anything. We were just talking about this before the show in the new show Glee. There's the blonde woman, Jane Lynch. Oh, she's hilarious. She makes me laugh not doing anything. She's hilarious. So, and there's a, an actress named Jennifer Coolidge. She's in all the Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, she's great. You see, I, I, I my, my sense of humor tends to be dark, um, and you know the comedians that I like, you know, tend to be on the darker side. Um, although I don't know that I consider Kathy Griffin dark. It can she can be she can be dark for sure she can be rough she's hilarious Lewis Black um, is like my all time favorite comedian he right he said I can't take all the screaming oh I love it uh, <laughs> Lewis Black uh, Pat Oswalt is another one um, I tried to listen to Lisa Lampanelli I just I can't take her she's extreme it's just it's too over the top it's just too she's much really extreme um, but uh, you know television shows right in the office is like. Very close to my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Um, I that that show just cracks me up. And I I've watched it, and I don't I don't get it. I don't think <laughs> it's, it's funny. funny. No, I'm it's, in the same boat you are. I don't get it. I don't know. I it's not long enough. Our, our, my my other favorite, which I was just so upset they took it off television. It was Arrested Development. Um, if you haven't seen Arrested Development, they're all available. All the episodes are available on Hulu dot com h u l u dot com. Um, you can stream them. Uh, from there and it's what a great show this was done by uh, Ron Howard and uh, had Will Arnett and uh, uh, Jason Bateman and Portia de Rossi that was on in the uh, I want to say in the late 90s early 2000 early 2000 time frame Uh, it was on it had been on Fox and then moved to another network and came back to Fox and it was just you know it just had a rough it had a rough history I think it only had like three seasons but it was really, it was really funny. Have to check it out. And they're trying to, uh, they're trying to put a movie together uh, uh, based on it now. But uh, you know, kind of very Office esque in its, in, mm. in, in the way, it, in, in, the, in the type of comedy it is. But so that's my, uh, 
It's my stuff. We know what makes Teresa laugh. Anything. <laughs> That's not true. The Max does say I'm driving down the road and I just broke out laughing, having a thought about something in the past. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I take type my TV shows. I like keeping in mind I have children in the house unless I stay up late. Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of cute. iCarly is, that- is adorable and it's cute. And is it's that funny. with the platypus? Phineas yeah. and Ferb? Yeah. Where's, uh, what's the guy's name? The little platypus. Yeah. Anyway, movies I like. Anything with Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw Baby Mama? Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, Will Ferrell's awesome. <laughs> SNL with uh, Chris Farley. That's another one. Yeah. And I like anything with the Wilson brothers, Luke or uh, Owen. Owen. Yeah. Oh, dear Idiocracy. Have you, Idiocracy <laughs> is just like my all-time favorite movie. And in our house, if a, a Wilson brother comes out of the movie, we turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> I, like the, I like old school. I like just that... You know, funny crap. Walter. Walter. Walter finds documentaries funny. <laughs> well, no, I like Two and a Half Men. Um, Frasier. You know, like, okay. Oh, yeah. Because Frasier's always good. funny. Frasier, that was, I don't think there's ever been a, a show as funny before or since. Frasier, that's such a great show. I, I still tape those. We do, too. We tape mm-hmm. them. So those and, are two sitcoms I really And you like. go back and you, you you can see how well the writing was. How great the writing was and something oh, like yeah. a Frasier. But you like uh, Pushing Up Daisies. It's one of your- oh, I love Pushing Daisies. I was so disappointed that went off. Yeah, that they, was a good show. they killed Samantha Who, too. I was pretty disappointed. It was it was kind of out there sometimes, but it was really entertaining. Corey's mom was a huge fan of that show. The pie maker. The pie, ma- the pie hole. <laughs> okay, whatever that means. <laughs> that's who Eccles that's got it. That's the shop he worked in. It was a pie shop, and they called it the well, pie well, hole. Well, Jillian, I hope, that, uh, I hope that illuminates our sense of humor for you. <laughs> Again, having that, you're right. It has nothing to do with Disney, but man, what the heck? We had some time to kill for the show, anyhow. So. <laughs> and I had to figure out a way to fit the word bazinga in. Don challenged me on the on our thread about our recording now to try and fit it into the show. So that's mm-hmm. why it had to be in there. All right. Well, thank you for that, Kevin. Who else has an email they'd like to read? I have one. This one comes from. Jackie Robson from Scotland. Robson. 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 She's here right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's going to walk with us. She had a really bad experience yeah, with she her got villa rental. Her. She had a bad experience. I'm sorry. What? With her villa rental. Oh. Yeah, they're staying at Champions Gate or something. I don't know. Oh, she's right down the road. She's in no name town. That's right. Okay. Back to you, Walter. <laughs> she said. Back to you. <laughs> she just wrote a post on the UK forum about a dizzer getting sick whilst on holiday in Florida. They used two different walk-in medical centers. One charged $400 for a consultation, and the other one charged $50. Uh, it says, so where's the best place for o- us overseas lot if we go and get sick or get a toothache? I've seen so many of the medical centers on our trip. Um, I would want to know somewhere where you would trust. Uh, thanks for the great shows. That's a good question. That is a good question. It is. <clears throat> and I started doing some research. When I get done, I want people to write in and tell me which centers they went to that was good and inexpensive because I couldn't find one that was inexpensive. The first one I found was uh, Solantic Urgent Care. It has a three-tier thing. If you walk in and you have one problem, no procedure, uh, low complexity, is $89. If you go, <laughs> can you believe this? <laughs> have a set. One problem, no procedure. <laughs> no procedure, that's what it says. And then it, the moderate one is if you have two medical complaints or one procedure, low complexity. That's 149 If you have two complaints 
or <laughs> two procedures of an intermediate intermediate complexity that's going to be $229. How much is it to have somebody explain the billing cycle? <laughs> yeah, right. That's pretty vague, you know what I mean? I think you'd always lean toward complex is what I would if think. If I speak slow, is it less money? I went and called Centricare and to see the doctor, it's two hundred and thirty-seven dollars. Wow! Just to see the doctor. Just to see the doctor. No procedures. No testing. Everything else would be more. And you can't talk to him. <laughs> He's behind the glass. <laughs> He's modeling. <laughs> and I know one of the places down there's Florida Hospital Celebration, and I've called everyone I could possibly think of to try to get a cost on how much it would go if you went to the uh, um, emergency room with no insurance. Oh! And no one can tell me that. I know. I've been to the emergency room twice for Florida Hospital. Um, uh, East Orlando, and with my insurance, the the copay was two hundred fifty bucks each time. So without insurance, I don't. It's outrageous. I yeah. don't know why the emergency room isn't someplace you'd want to go. Unless it's a real, I mean, a yeah. true emergency. Yeah, unless you had no other choice. But the walk-in clinics are not very. Like your arms hanging off, yeah, yeah. Jackie, so actually, if we could have some people from overseas who came and had a good experience, where's a place you would recommend? And if you came and you had a bad experience. Was a place we could tell people not to go, or you know, being maybe aware of. Because, like I said, I couldn't find any place that was inexpensive. And I know, like you said, if you started going to the emergency rooms, that would cost you a fortune, an absolute fortune. So, if you if you don't have anything that's um, life threatening, if you're not bleeding, if something like that, I would look for uh, within some of our uh, pharmacies. They have walk-in clinics. Um, CVS, Walgreens, CVS now have doctors or nurse practitioners. Um, that's probably going to be your least expensive mm-hmm. way to get that's a quick a diagnosis with something that's not serious. And yeah, but it's not, in, it's not in all stores, though. Correct. You have, have to, to, find go, out you have to go online is, yeah. and find out. Yeah. And I would also ask, if you're staying on property, ask at the front desk. Right. Because they also have some doctors who will come to the resorts. Yeah, well, that's got to be very expensive, not. yeah. Um, no, it wasn't, wasn't too bad. Really, for a house call? Mm-hmm. Did you have one problem or two? Was it complex? Was it complex? And then there's um, a drugstore that will deliver. There's a cup on the air that will deliver as well. If you have um, a child with a problem, up in Hunters Creek, there's uh, Night Owl Pediatrics, which is um, open at night. And specifically, (laughs) really? It's a very descriptive name. And they so me. Aren't they? They are. I don't know how much they charge, but that's really more towards kids getting sick. It's in the loop area. It's in the loop area. Um, I don't know about the UK, but I do know that with some countries that have um, health care as part of their um, social system, like Canada, you can bring your bill back and submit it for reimbursement. I know people who have been here who were Canadian, got sick, did what they had to do, and then we were able to get reimbursed. So I don't know if that's possible with folks from the U.K. Probably not. That just came to a screeching halt. Dead air makes me laugh. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to say something. How does that employment? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that, Walter. That's um, Like I said, it's a very interesting topic, so we'd like to hear from... Uh, Anybody who's had good or bad experiences with walk-in clinics. Especially uh, with the swine flu and everything. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right. Well, thank you for that. Who else has an email they'd like to read? I have one. I asked on my Facebook page for questions, and I asked for, like, photography questions. So this is from Mary Junker, 
Do you like specifically ask for a topic? I did this week because Pete had mentioned the last time we were here to think of some different topics. So I thought of like photography. Like she was doing what she was told. Just thinking outside the box. All right. Leave her alone. (laughs) So anyway, it says, I'm a very amateur photographer. Really just want to take pics of my grand gals and vacations. My current camera is a little point shoot with a 5X optical zoom, 8 megapixel. I'd like to upgrade to something with a better zoom for our planned trip to California next summer, but don't really think I'm ready for a digital SLR. Any recommendations? Um, first thing I would tell you is something that I learned in a, a class a long time ago is if you want better zoom, step forward. You know, you don't always have to go out and buy it in your camera. Just move forward wherever you're taking the picture. A lot of people think you need to, like, if you're on, like, Main Street, stand way back on Main Street, you know. Step forward a little bit, and then you wouldn't have to buy a new camera. It depends. I mean, I'm, I'm really great at Well, that's in- like telling somebody who's looking for an iPod, well, you can just sing, too. Mm. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> no, no, really. Because maybe you don't use your camera a lot like a lot of people do, and you were looking for something because you were going to California, and you wanted to get better Zoom pictures. Just, like, move closer to the castle. Kathy's advice, get closer. <laughs> no, honestly, really. And if you want special effects, squint. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I mean, you know, I can... You know, Corey and I could both, I'm sure, you know, recommend cameras. And Kevin, I know you you got a new camera, but you know, sometimes you really don't need to buy the new camera. Just use it a little bit differently, and that would be my answer. Go to Best Buy. Try I'm going to tell her which size. one I got. I got a Canon Power Shot. It's got a 12 zoom, a 12 megapixel, and a 10x zoom. It was 240 dollars. I got it in BJ's. I really like it. It takes really good pictures. I just got a new one, too, from Corey. <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> new to me. The thing you need to keep in mind is, like, when you're looking at a camera, is besides the fact of what are you going to use it for, like, are you going to print what, only 4 by 6 or are you going to print, you know, really big? Um, I had a 3-megapixel camera that I could print up to 13 by 19 but it was a quality camera. Don't just go by how many megapixels it is. Look at what all it has in it. I got it because it fit in my pocket. A lot of the cameras now um, come with the vibration reduction, which right. is a, a nice plus to look for um, built in to the camera. It's, or Kathy's it, advice, stand still. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I have vibration reduction. I, I'd say you didn't need to stand still then. And look at what kind of batteries it takes. Does it take a proprietary battery that, um, unless you went and bought an extra one before you get... Teresa likes that it. has to be charged up. Yeah. Right. Teresa got to kick know, out of that. Does it take like double A batteries? I you always know? suggest the chargeable. Teresa's just happy Cameras. I'm not making fun of her. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell you something. I just got the new Canon camera, like I just told you, and I wanted the second battery to keep charged. And to buy it through Canon, the proprietary battery was sixty dollars. We have a place here in town called Batteries. Plus, Plus, or something like that. It, they just sell all different kinds of batteries, mm-hmm. and I think I got it for $19. Yeah. Over on yeah. uh, Orange Blossom Trail, right. up by Florida Mall. I so, did the same thing for my second battery, but you know, that's another one of those things. You need to do a little thinking before you go on your vacation, and now you're walking down Main Street and you have no battery power. Same I thing found, with the memory stick. You might mm-hmm. want to find a camera that has the same memory stick that you currently have, especially if you have a, a, um, bunch of them. a big one. Yeah, don't buy memory sticks at Disney. Right. That if you can help it, yeah. They're it, pricey. It really depends on what you want. You know, I just got a new camera, and I needed a fast camera. I was losing smiles from Ferris. I'd go to snap it, and the smile was gone. So I needed a camera that can capture 
like you know all these frames really really fast. And you eventually, he's going to be able to stack them up and flip them and watch mm-hmm. Ferris grow yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that comes back to what are you going to use the camera exactly. for? Because with a little point and shoot, you're not going to be able to get like those smiles. So you you sort of change how you take your pictures. You know, you don't use a point and shoot to go out and like photograph a soccer game. <laughs> don't be blurry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Kathy. Our next voicemail. Stand still. (laughs) (laughs) Get closer and stand still. If you want to be brighter, turn the light on. (laughs) Your flash isn't working. Take daytime pictures. (laughs) I have to pass those along. (laughs) You don't need a new camera. (laughs) Just move closer. Sounds like something my mother would say. <laughs> you don't need a new camera, just move closer. That was from a Nikon rep, believe it or not. Well, you're looking to buy a Canon? <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, our next voicemail comes to us from our friend Pat in Northern California, who was, uh, was called in a couple of times, was giving us updates on the Disney Family Museum. He was one of the workers helping put it together, and he got a chance to actually experience it. Uh, this past, uh, I guess he's in the past few days, so he sent in a review for us. So here is Pat. Hey, Diz Crew, this is Pat from uh, Marin County, California. Just uh, got done taking the exclusive D23 special sneak peek tour of the Walt Disney Family Museum. It was so cool to actually walk through the place as a guest and not as a worker. Um, I figured, told my sisters who came along with, along with some other friends that uh, should probably take an hour and a half or so to go through there. Uh, we went through there and it took us about three hours and we kind of rushed the last third of the tour. People going to, to the Walt Disney Family Museum, especially if you're a Disney fan, you should probably allot yourself a good four to four and a half hours for this tour. It is amazing. I'm even amazed at how much content is really there, and to really absorb it all, you really, it takes a while. There's just so much content. Um, it was really great. Crowds were, it was a little crowded, but the flow seemed to flow fairly well. Um, I, all I can say is just, may, I, would, I would probably schedule yourself a, uh, you know, good amount of time to uh, really enjoy the experience. Don't plan on just going through the, it would take you an hour or two to go through there. Like I said, three hours, and there's a lot of stuff we didn't do. It's probably even something you may even want to consider on two visits because you, you literally there's so much overload of, of information going on. There's so much content, the recordings. Having, I haven't really listened, hadn't really listened to all the recordings and stuff, so I listened to a fair amount of them and the interactive displays and just playing around with stuff. And there's just so much, so much. It's amazing. Um, i just so impressed with the... Uh, the whole way things went, and of course, uh, like any good Disney attraction, whether it's the Disney Company or the Disney Family, the gift shop at the end, excellent stock of stuff. A lot of people in there buying a lot of uh, a lot of merchandise, a lot of opening uh, opening uh, weekendy type stuff. You know, there's a poster, exclusive poster for the opening of the part of the of the museum. Uh, there's pins. There's all kinds of. Disney, re- Disney related, Mickey Mouse related items, a lot of co- really neat stuff. Um, I just, I'm just so, 
so impressed with how well this thing turned out and everything. And uh, I look forward to hearing uh, what other people think of the uh, of the uh, museum. It's it's truly a wonderful wonderful thing for San Francisco to have this. And uh, you know, the Disney family has really uh, really stepped up and shown what uh, what Disney is all about. And you know, entertaining the family. Um, I might say that it's probably not the greatest thing for younger children. Um, my sister's going to take her five-year-old and her three-year-old simply because of the experience and stuff. But there's, it's, I, I think for a small child it might be a tad overwhelming with all the stuff that's going on. Plus also with small children they're going to be wanting, they're going to go nuts with all the Mickey Mouse stuff and cases and the toys and stuff. And can I play? No, you cannot play. That thing is older than your, your parents are. You may not play with that. So other than that, um, can't say enough nice things. I don't want to get, you know, as, as, as always with me, I don't want to get to too many details about the, 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 um, the museum simply because I want people to go there and have expectations of seeing great things but not knowing exactly what they're going to see when they walk around the corner. Um, there's just a lot of great content, a lot of great videos, old stuff. It's just it's amazing. It's, it's very impressive to see that people were just like, slowly moving through and absorbing all the all the content, all the memorabilia, just the whole experience of the place. Um, very well done. Uh, that is it. I hope everybody has a great weekend, and uh, hopefully I'll see uh, see some people there at the, uh, some Dizzers and uh, other uh, Disney fans on the, on the uh, October 1st on opening day. Uh, that is it. Take care. Thanks again. Bye. And keep up the great shows. And- Stay out of the damn lake. Well, thank you very much for uh, calling in with that, Pat. Um, I'm dying to see it. I'm dying to see it. We're I, excited to see it. You going to do it uh, this year? You going to do it? Uh, no, we're going to wait until we do our trip, our Adventures by Disney trip. We've planned a couple extra days out there, so that's one of the things we're going to do while we're out there. Um, four hours seems like a lot, though. Do you think you can leave and come back? Do you think? It's one of those things where you get to take. You're gonna have to take a nap. I'm pretty sure I have to go back to the hotel room and take a nap. I've been out two hours. I can't stay any longer. <laughs> Kevin, carry me. <laughs> the website's WaltDisney.org for anybody that wants to check it out. Very interested to see it, and uh, I'm interested in seeing it too. But I've never been to San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco's awesome. Oh, so I don't know. If I, I don't know that how many days we're going to have there. So I don't know how long I'm going to be able to spend there. I also am fairly immersed in Disney culture. I have a feeling it's going to be like, yeah, that's great. Come on, let's go. Not because it's not a great thing, but because San Francisco's out there waiting for me. Mm, true. True. So, All right. Well, thank you again, Pat, for the, uh, calling in. All right. Who else has an email they'd like to read? I do. To race. Right, this comes from Stephen J. Silverlock, and this is from my Facebook page. I have an ADR at Chef Mickey's at 7.20 a.m. in November. Will I be able to drive to the TTC and get a monorail there at that time in the morning and then go on to, Magi- on to the Magic Kingdom afterwards? Or if not, and I have to drive to the Contemporary, will I be able to leave my car at the Contemporary car lot for the day and go to the park? So, question is, can he leave his car there and walk uh, over? Technically, no. Correct. He is n- that, that is only... Um, uh, the, the parking at the Contemporary is only for people who are you know, if he's going there to have breakfast, he goes, he parks, has breakfast, supposed to leave but when you, he's done. Um, I can't advocate 
doing that because it really is a big rule for Disney not that you don't park in the resorts if you're going to the uh, uh, the place to the thing to do is go to the TTC. Um, I believe the monorails. Monorails and Disney transportation run about an hour to an hour and a half prior to park opening. So, depending on the day, you shouldn't have a problem. So, yeah. he could could he park at the monorail and then monorail the TTC, over yeah. to breakfast sure. and yeah. then go mm-hmm. on yeah. at 720? Yeah, absolutely. The only thing he can't do is park his car at the Contemporary and then leave it there while he goes into the Magic Kingdom. That he can't do. I love how she made monorail a verb. She said he can, can monorail, monorail over, over there. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. With uh, Bay Lake Towers opening up, they're getting much more strict with people coming in to park. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people try to walk over. Well, I haven't seen a lot. I've seen a couple of people try to park and then walk over, and they've been stopped. So it seems like you really have to have a reason now to be going to the contemporary and yeah. prove that you're there. And if you have an advanced dining reservation, they're going to look it up. Well, I think more so because you know at $14 a day, they're going to be forcing people. People are just going to be trying to get to park at the resorts and go into the parks from there. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not a resort, it's a walking distance to a theme park. Just you know, use the bus transportation or something just to get you know, just to get around that that fourteen dollars a day. So who knows? But uh, no, you cannot park there uh, if you're not staying there um, and go go into the uh, go into the theme parks. Same but thing with the Polynesian. She won't have any trouble getting the uh, getting the monorail at that hour. Okay. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Pete. All right. Who else has an Me. email? You're welcome, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome, welcome to this week's Whispercast. <laughs> I also have a Facebook friend. This is my first time doing this, oh, but so sweet. they wish to remain anonymous. <laughs> Anonymous. Uh, yeah, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you for your explanation. <laughs> thank you for clearing that up for us. Um, she w- wants to know, since we're all, you know, we go to Disney a lot. Lots of us are really big Disney enthusiasts. If we were going to celebrate our birthday on property, what would we do? Would we go, is there a favorite restaurant or a favorite place that we'd like to, to be or things like that? So I want everybody to answer. Uh, I'll start so you guys can think. I want to eat at Chefs de France. I've never eaten there. So that's one of the big things that I would like to do. And maybe just watch the fireworks afterwards or watch fireworks on the beach of the Polynesian. That's one of my favorite things to do. But we would eat there, too, so we're not just, you know, taking up a parking spot since we're not supposed to do that. <laughs> um, and probably spend the day at, at Epcot or something like that. That would be ideal for me. I would go to Epcot. And my favorite place is Beer Garden. Just reminds me of my German heritage and when my family used to have parties and stuff and so that's what we'll be doing for my birthday in a couple weeks is beer garden well my birthday is so close to christmas uh, we did this last year i think i want to make it a regular thing we did the uh, candlelight processional dinner package had dinner at chefs de france and then went over and watched the show it was awesome it was awesome so i really enjoy that so that's what i would do i would probably want to do narcoosies again we did that last year for your mom's birthday and my birthday. That was good. I don't know if I would actually want to be in a park on my birthday. Why? I don't know. Yeah, why? Don't worry, this year you won't. Well, his, yeah. his birthday also falls during President's Week, usually. Yeah, it's a little crowded, a little crazy. And, and this year on his birthday, he's going to see Wicked. Mm. 
Yeah, I have no desire to be in a park on my birthday. I can go anytime I want. I would go to Narcissus too. Narcissus for you, hmm. Corey Patrick. Well, last Wednesday, I just did the, the food <laughs> wine festival. <laughs> I ate everywhere, but I did. I left the camera at home. It was strictly pleasure, um, no work. Until I forgot it was his birthday and was calling him at Epcot. Can you put the show up? <laughs> <laughs> no, the feed. I just wanted uh, to put oh, the yeah. feed up. Did you Did you get the birthday gift card? Yes, I, we did. And did you? Use it went it? straight to Julie. Oh, all right. I said, did you use that? It went to, to Ferris. Yes. Did you use that at food and wine? I was wondering. No. no. Oh, wait, no. The gift card that they give you? No, we kind of just bought merchandise with that. Bought some things for Ferris. Some bad It doesn't toys. expire, so we still have like fifty dollars on it. And we did the same thing. I got to tell you, they hand you seventy-five bucks. It's a great deal. It mm-hmm. is. I'm still trying to decide what I want to use mine for. Do I want to buy one big thing or a bunch of little things? One big thing. That's my vote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Walter? Um, we've always had a good time at uh, Citrico's. So if I was going out to eat for my birthday on property, that would probably be a place I'd like to go. Teresa? Okay, I'm simple. I would go to Hollywood Studios and go to 50's Primetime Cafe. Oh, <laughs> she has to be yelled at on her birthday. I like that. I, I like that. And I like to take family members and let them be picked on. It just mm-hmm. makes me so happy. Well, Kathy, what about you? Why don't you hand the uh, microphone over to Kathy? Well, I can tell you exactly what I've planned for my birthday next Wednesday. Oh, that's right. You're <laughs> yeah. here for your, you're here for your birthday. birthday. Um, we're going to Ohana's for breakfast. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Because I want some character interaction on my birthday. This wasn't enough for you? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Sitting next to Teresa didn't fulfill that. <laughs> but then we're going to the Yachtsman Steakhouse for dinner. Ooh, nice. That's a good choice. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. I've been craving their dinner rolls. That's a good place. I like it. Thank now, what about during the day? Oh, during the day, Magic Kingdom, morning, Epcot night. Love mm. Epcot. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Cool. I thought she was going to say, watch the toilets flush the other way. You have too much water in your toilets. Start going around with a cup and emptying them. <laughs> it's part of our decadent American That's ways, right. isn't it? We waste water. Keeping it green. Well, no, like I think I was telling you guys that in Australia, you know, most of the toilets have two things to flush. One mm-hmm. is a partial flush, the other is a full flush, depending on... Oh, this sounds like that. Oh, wonderful. This sounds like that walk-in medical clinic. (laughs) I don't want to have to make these decisions. Just flush. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, thank you for that, uh, Julie. That's coming to the United States. That's the environmentally friendly toilets. I, on the other hand, put a hose up and just flush more water down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I want you to know, Kathy, you've inspired um, envy on the boards. They want to know what you had to do to get here. She showed up for a meet. Sat next to me. She traveled halfway around the freaking world. Yeah, that too. <laughs> That's a pretty big feat. Then she had to have Max drive her here. Oh. Yeah, Walter oh, so I, she took her life in her hands, too. Walter and I were discussing if this was going to open up the floodgates of people. Like, oh, when, oh, can I come? And... Oh, don't worry. I've told them all no. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you for that. Julie, we are going to uh, move on to another voicemail from Christina, who has some questions about Christmas, because we don't get enough of those. Hello, podcast crew. 
This is Christina from Newport, Maine. I'm coming down to Walt Disney World with my husband, my mother-in-law, and a friend of hers the last week of November into the first week of December. This will be our first time seeing all the Christmas decorations, and we're a little curious about the Osborne lights. Is that something you need to show up really early for? Does it get really crowded? Um, is it... Is it something you could possibly do the same night as Fantasmic, or should you schedule two separate nights, one night for Osborne Lights and one night for Fantasmic? Um, any other information on any resorts that would be really stand out to you that we should go see would be good as well. Any help would be thankful. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for that, Christina. Um, as for the Osborne Lights, uh, you don't necessarily need to show up early per se, uh, it's you know even if it does get crowded, it's 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 very fluid. There's a lot of movement, um, and it's all of New York Street. The whole, that entire area is all done up in lights. So um, no need to uh, to arrive early per se for it. As far as you know, what resorts I would recommend over Christmas, they really have scaled back over the over these past few years with their Christmas displays. The only place that really still, in my opinion, does a bang up job is the Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. And that's because they build the huge gingerbread house where they actually sell, like, gingerbread houses and all this other stuff from inside, which is really cool. And the roasted chestnuts out front. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. I like the boardwalk at Christmas. They really haven't cut back that much. They seem to put up the same type of decorations, and they do the um, chocolate scene, whatever they decide to do that year. I like Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. In my opinion, Wilderness Lodge feels Christmassy even without the decorations. True. So. True. And I would say going back to the Osborne Lights, just pack some patience because it does get. It depends how they're going to manage crowd control because there's been years where they had the, like the fence going down the middle so they could direct the traffic, and then there's been years where they just had it open that it was sort of like a free for all trying to get up and down New York Street. So just be aware there's going to be a lot of people and it might take you a little time to get through there but it's but when they do the dancing lights everybody pretty much just right, stops everybody just stops what they're doing and you know so and that's really the attraction for me is to see the dancing lights right and my my tip for that is is when you hear them turn off the snow machine you know they're getting ready to dance the lights dance the lights <laughs> another verb mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right well thank you very much for that, uh, Christina. Who has an email they'd like to read? Mond related to Christmas. Uh, it's from Charlotte in from England. And she's wondering about the, the Christmas version of the Country Bear Jamboree, if they're going to be doing that this year. They didn't do it last year, and I don't yeah, think they I did it the year anything. before it last. So I doubt they're going to be adding anything new. So I wouldn't bet Especially on it. Especially this year. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, because that was a big popular thing. Apparently not popular enough if they shut it down, but... You know, a lot of people do ask about it. Yeah, you know, we hear we hear about it all the time. So, what did they do in the Christmas version that's different than the? the bears shot each other. <laughs> it's the Christmas massacre. I never had a chance to see it. Yeah, I've never seen the country bears. I, I have. don't really have any interest. Is it? The, I had neither. Is it the big bears? They had their own movie that weird. Yeah. Thing? yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! Oh, Horrible don't, movie. Don't, don't judge it by that. Okay. Yeah, the movie was bad. So, all right. Thank you for that, Corey. Who else? I have two because I've been overlooked. Well, I've just I've been asking for who has one. You haven't spoken up. My first overlooked. one. Overlooked. <laughs> <laughs> 
My first one is from Brenda. Brenda says, hi, gang. Of course, I cannot forget to say hello to Max, the intern. Does anyone ever remember to say hi to Max? Aww. Oh, poor Max. Just say hi to Max. Max the dog. This is Brenda Miller, Diz Mom Plus 2 on the boards. Planning a trip in April to the world, and I was wondering, if I were to buy a Disney gift card for a certain amount, can I then just add to it? As I get money and slowly build up that amount on the card, I figured I would put money away to aside. I, excuse me. I figured I would just put money aside. Things will come up and I will dip into it. However, if I put it on the card, I will not be tempted to spend it on other things. First of all, Brenda, yes, you can do that. You can buy a Disney gift card and add money to it. However, you're going to have to spend all that money at Disney. If you have money left over on the gift card, which is unlikely... You won't be able to spend that elsewhere. What I would suggest is buy yourself a Visa card, one mm-hmm. of those prepaid Visa cards, mm-hmm. and put money on that. That way, you can still shop at Publix. You don't have to spend that money at Disney. And Disney will tell you can put your Visa, you can use your Visa card anywhere in Disney. So you could put money on that also. That would be my idea. That just opens up your options if you leave and have thirty bucks left on it. You're not taking that card home with money on it that wouldn't be useful elsewhere. Or if you if you definitely want um, the Disney cards, buy them in smaller increments. You know, don't buy one large card with a large one card with a large sum of money on it. Right. If you lose that card, you're kind of out of luck. Right. And you can also, if you count your change, you know, like everybody has a change jar. A lot of the machines, if you take it and cash it in, you can get a gift card there too, and that might be a way to <clears throat> accumulate some gift cards. I mean, like, take it to the supermarket. And yeah, and you, the you know, coin like star. Pop- yeah, coin star. Some good ideas. All right. Well, thank you for that, Kevin. You have another one you'd like to read since you were overlooked. <laughs> you want some more airtime? <laughs> yeah, that's me. Uh, this is. I got to put my glasses on for this one. This one's really late. This is from Melissa in Englishtown, New Jersey. Melissa Caban. Uh, Hi, gang. I've been listening to the podcast since 2006 and look forward to every show. My family and I travel to the world every year, and your advice and knowledge have really helped to make magical memories each year. I don't have a question, but I just wanted to let you know that the service you provide is invaluable. This is simply a huge thank you for all of your hard work and for taking the time to entertain us Disney fans every week. I know you all have separate lives and jobs, and it must be difficult at times to juggle it all. I wanted to let you all know that my family appreciates all you do, and I hope that you will continue to show for many years to come. Thank you again. Your biggest fan... Your biggest New Jersey fan. I wonder if Nikki Bell knows about us. Uh, Melissa Caban. Really, there'll be a throw down there. Really, <laughs> thank you, uh, Melissa. That's very nice. I read thank that you. just because I thought it was a very nice thing to say. It's I nice appreciate to it. acknowledge the fact that we have other stuff going on. Correct. Some people don't seem to realize that that we all just <laughs> sit around planning this all week. Well, you know, but I I, I won't fault anybody for uh, being passionate about what we do and being so dedicated to the show and to the site that they get a little overzealous with certain things i realize it can be annoying but you know without them where would we be talking to ourselves (laughs) i'm watching oprah so who else has an email they'd like to read they are some divas today i'm telling you (laughs) i have an email i'd like to read peter go ahead john (laughs) mine is titled tvc multiple access john pick me this is from Jason Punk. Okay, apparently that worked. Well, John, I'm just, pick me. That's right. <laughs> Did he call you a genius? Not yet. <laughs> Eventually. I'm traveling to Walt Disney World in May 
with nine family members, and we reserved one studio and one two-bedroom villa at Bay Lake Tower. In addition, we've purchased a dining plan for our family members. We'd like our family in the studio to be able to access the kitchen and washer and dryer available in the two-bedroom unit. We're unsuccessful in getting a grand villa so that we all could be together. Although there is technically room in the two-bedroom, we cannot double book and add our studio family members to the reservation, as then I believe Disney would charge us for the dining plan for those individuals, resulting in them being charged twice. I'd like to know if the front desk will allow us will give us an additional key to those family members in the studio or if there's another way around the access issue besides having to constantly swap keys um, as somehow park tickets on them. I appreciate your thoughts. Jay, you're actually correct. Disney won't let you do this when you have a DVC and you you purchase the dining plan. You have to purchase that for everybody in the room. So if you add someone else to your room, you're just having double the dining plan. This falls under the they can't hit you category of just ask. Yeah. Go to the front desk, explain the situation. We just want a key, extra key to the room that we want to give them. It doesn't have to have park tickets on it. Um, doesn't have to have spending privileges on it. Just an extra key to our room. Can we do that? And I would say 99% of the time they'll just do that for you. Yeah, I've never had trouble getting extra keys for a room. Right. So I don't think you'll have any, any issues there. Especially not at a DVC resort. I agree. See, I've never done it at Bay Lake Towers, but I assume it's like every other DVC resort. Yeah, well, who knows? But, yeah, I don't think you'll have a problem, though. All right, well, thank you for that, John. Our final voicemail of uh, of the week comes to us from my, fr- oh, my friend, Walter's friend, Tim, down in Sydney. Uh, you remember Tim is the one who called up his wife. He's from New Zealand. His wife from from Australia. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. This show's being taken over by Australians. <laughs> I don't think I like this. And uh, you well, remember? You may, you uh-huh. may, I do remember. You, uh-huh. you may enjoy this, and in, in, in that you know, Tim's a little bit of a uh, a wise guy, and decided to uh, uh, do a mock interview with me. So here's Tim. Hmm. Hi everyone. It's uh, Kiwi Tim here. I really just wanted to uh, make a quick call to thank uh, Peter and Walter for taking the time to meet the Australian Diz fans uh, when they were here in Sydney. Um, I actually took a small recording whilst uh, they were at the meet, and uh, if you don't mind, I'll just play that that small recording for you now. I'm here with with Peter and Walter at uh, James Squires in Sydney. Uh, and, and Pete, uh, I, I just wanted to uh, get your thoughts of, of Australia, if I could. Look, I'm going to be honest here. Australia is a great country. Uh, um, Pete, you kind of sound like a New Zealander who's just doing a really bad impression of you. Hand <laughs> to God, I'll say this just once. Australia is great, but New Zealand is surely greater. <laughs> uh, Pete, Pete, that's, that's, that's too kind. Uh, uh, is there anything else? Rant, rant. You don't mess <laughs> with my people. Rant, rant, rant. Customer hostile. Rant, rant, rant. Cleaning lady. Uh, uh, okay, okay. I, I think we'll um, wrap this up. P.S. I love beats. Uh, right. Um, thank you for the insight, uh, Pete. Um, right. Uh, 
Thank you to all the uh, Sydney uh, Dizzers who came out. And, and of course, from, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to uh, Pete and Walter for com- What was that? Sorry, Walter? A sissy drink. R- right, OK. Uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, so, yes, uh, thanks uh, to Peter and Walter for coming out and meeting everyone here in, uh, in Sydney. We really did love it. It was superb. Um, and I just wanted to say that uh, Lindsay and I are really, really looking forward to meeting uh, the rest of the team when we come out on Podcast Cruise version 2.0. We really can't wait. So, yeah, we'll see you then. Take care. Bye. Thank you very much for that, uh, that Tim. It was, uh, that was very cute. But we had a great time meeting you guys as well, everybody down in in Australia, we uh, we miss we miss seeing you, and we're glad you're joining us next year for the podcast cruise. They're actually going to be out here for several weeks, going all over the uh, all over the eastern seaboard, they're going to New Orleans and Nashville and oh wow, New York, New York, they'll have fun. They're going to drive. Ooh. They're going to do the drive up the east uh, up the east coast. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Well, as long as you're stopping, you're going to have to. Yeah, I mean, every way, but it'll be fun. That was uh, that was really cute. I got a, I got a kick out of that uh, voicemail, Tim. Thanks for calling it in. And as I said, that's going to do it for our show this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We will be back with you again next week with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes.